1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to forty-five percent. Up to forty-five percent off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty. KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, six o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now partly cloudy, 46 degrees, got a gusty north wind this morning. KNSS breaking news, three Kansas City police officers were shot last night. They are expected to survive. A police standoff was called with a suspect or suspects in the case. As of early this morning, it was still going on. According to the Missouri Highway Patrol, the Jackson County Drug Task Force requested Kansas City police to serve a search warrant. The officers knocked on their door at and, uh, and announced their presence. When attempting to enter the home, they were shot by someone inside. It's unknown if anyone inside the home was injured. That last word, though, the standoff still going on in Kansas City. Manufacturing and security are the focus of the first House Select Committee, hearing on the Chinese Communist
4: Party. The GOP House long ago planned for this committee to focus on China, but recent episodes served as a wake-up call for Congress. There's a race between Washington and and Beijing. The biggest concern for many lawmakers is the threat China poses to Taiwan. Some lawmakers want to give Taiwan the weapons it needs to stave off an invasion. Lawmakers are now working on a host of ways to fight China. One bill would ban TikTok. Another bill would make national security a factor when selling farmland near American military bases.
3: Police are investigating a shooting in East Wichita Tuesday evening. Police answered a shooting call in the 3100 block of George Washington Boulevard. Officers discovered that an argument between two males resulted in one of those men being shot. The victim was hospitalized in critical condition. No suspect information was immediately released. A woman was injured in a shooting in South Wichita Tuesday afternoon in the 2000 block of South Grove. First responders found a woman in her 20s with a gunshot wound to the chest. She was hospitalized in stable condition. Investigators believe there was a dispute between two women which escalated into a physical altercation on the front porch of a house. No arrests have been made there. At a city council workshop Tuesday, the board heard from the city's task force assigned to studying whether or not to ban the use of single-use
4: plastic bags. The task force began its work in January 2020, and a survey that year revealed that 71% of Wichitans agreed with banning their use. The city could see a savings of over $309,000 a year by banning the bags. It would also foster a healthier environment and cleaner city as the bags often end up as trash along the roadways and can be eaten by wildlife. Around 35 local companies and even larger ones like Trader Joe's and Costco have made the transition. A representative from Kroger says they also have a plan.
1: We plan to phase out plastic bags by 2025. So while I don't have a specific timeline as to when our Dillon stores here um, in Wichita would see that transition, um, we do expect
4: that work to move pretty quickly. There's no word on what the city's next steps will be. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: A Wichita woman has been sentenced to prison for the traffic death of a man on a motorcycle in southeast Wichita.
5: 27-year-old Leah Garcia was sentenced to 32 months in prison with 24 months of post-release. On August 11th, 2021, at Pawnee and Woodlawn, Garcia's eastbound car turned in front of a westbound motorcycle driven by 24-year-old Albert Ortiz Carrasco, who died at the scene. Garcia did not stop following the crash and drove northbound on Woodlawn. Deputies later found Garcia's car at her home in the 900 block of South Fabrique. In January, Garcia pled guilty to driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
3: Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has lost her reelection bid.
4: Mayor Lightfoot losing after coming under fires. The city's seen some dramatic increases in crime, but she told supporters Tuesday night I'm grateful that we work together to remove a record number of guns off our streets, reduce homicides and started making real progress on public safety. The top vote-getter, Paul Vallos, the former Chicago school CEO, told his supporters... Public safety is the fundamental right of every American. It is a civil right. Vallos goes up against the candidate who got the second most votes, Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson. They'll go head-to-head in a runoff election April 4th. Jill Nato, Fox News.
3: KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stevenson of the Morning, KNSS, 6.10 now, ten minutes past six o'clock. On this Wednesday morning, first day of March, the U.S. Department of Commerce is considering applications for funding in the CHIPS program, encouraging U.S. companies to manufacture microchips. Integra Technologies is proposing a big plant in Bel Air that could bring more than 2,000 jobs to Wichita. Sedgwick County Commissioner, Commission Chair that is, Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News a decision on the plant could come in the third quarter this year. He says it's a competitive process.
2: We look good because our, our federal delegation and our governor and our state and all of our businesses, this is a, a they're, it's a lot, It's a good team effort, and everybody's not on the same page. We don't have any any naysayers that are there, so that that helps as well.
3: Meissner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. An approved controlled burn in a field near Great Bend got out of control over the weekend. It took firefighters several hours to put out the fire. It flared up again Sunday with the help of strong winds. Firefighters extinguished the blaze a second time. Republicans on the House Armed Services Committee held a hearing on Capitol Hill with Pentagon officials Tuesday to ask how the U.S. is tracking weapons in Ukraine and ensuring they end up in the right hands.
4: Three Pentagon officials explain how the department is monitoring the weapons getting to the front lines using state-of-the-art technology and scanners and 90 Inspector General representatives in the region along with a few dozen military personnel at the U.S. Embassy in Kyiv who visit the warehouses. Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Call explained.
6: We are not seeing any evidence of systemic uh, diversion of the equipment that uh, the United States has provided. The
4: Pentagon says the best evidence they have that the weapons are getting to the front lines is that the Russian troops have not advanced or taken a city since last June. Ukraine, while fighting a war, has improved its corruption rating by six places in an index prepared by Transparency International. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News.
3: Two women were rescued in rural Maine after going missing
4: for four days. It was a trip to the mall that went horribly wrong. Kimberly Pusher and Angela Bustle of the coastal town of Topsom were found by game wardens on a remote back road in sub-zero temperatures in a car that was out of gas with no heat. Police say both women have intellectual disabilities and got lost to the point where they were hundreds of miles from home. Pushard's mother says her daughter and Bustle must have become disoriented in the unfamiliar surroundings. They ended up driving to Massachusetts and New Hampshire where police tried to give them directions to return home. Pushard and Bustle are now recovering in a hospital. Tom Rigotti... Fox News. KNSS News time now.
3: 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning in traffic. Well,
6: the traffic volumes really haven't started to pick up too badly, though. So uh, things are looking okay at the moment for the most part. We do have a stalled-out vehicle. Want to watch out for this. This is uh, southbound I-235. It's at the ramp from uh, Kellogg. Southbound I-235, the ramp from Kellogg. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
3: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. As the old saying goes, March comes in like a lamb, at least for today. But an upper-level storm system is making its way into the central part of the country by tomorrow and tomorrow night. And that will likely bring with it the chance of rain and some light snow. It'll be sunny today and breezy, a little cooler with a high 62, 32 overnight. Rain moves in late tomorrow with a high 46. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holiday.
3: Now a clear sky, 41 degrees, and we have north wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, and we're at 613 now on this uh, date, March 1st. Uh, Yesterday, beautiful sunny day. Across Kansas Tuesday, Wichita's high temperature was 68 degrees. By the way, that was the same uh, high we had last week uh, on Tuesday. Normal high for the date, 53. On this date in 1888, an F3 tornado tore through Sedgwick and Harvey counties. It had a track of 20 miles long and around 100 yards wide. It killed two and injured 15. That was in 1888. Before we had any Rathar or... Or any kind of warning system. Well, before the way to
7: begin March. Yeah.
3: March 1st. On this date in 2005, Dennis Rader, the church-going family man accused of leading a double life as the BTK serial killer, was charged in Wichita with 10 counts of first-degree murder. That's when they charged him, the first day of March. And Rader later pleaded guilty and received multiple life sentences. So a big date in Wichita history as well four Tennessee police officers being investigated for the treatment of a woman whose pleas for help they repeatedly ignored as they accuse her of faking illness after she was discharged from a hospital. the woman was pronounced dead a day later. the Knox County District Attorney's Office announced Monday that it would not press criminal charges after an autopsy determined that 60 year-old Lisa Edwards died of a stroke. the uh, this uh, that has not stopped the public outrage. After the Knoxville Police Department released video showing officers accusing Edwards of faking mobility and breathing problems and ignoring her repeated pleas for help. Edwards tells them she can't breathe. She needs to be help sitting up and that she's going to have a stroke. She told him at one point she says, I'm going to die. And she did. And people are a little upset about that. Police in Fresno have an interesting uh, crime spree going. You got a manhunt going on. Ted, for a dog killer. After receiving a report of a disturbance at 3 a.m. Tuesday, officers found three pit bulls, each dead from apparent stab wounds. Oh, no. According to the Fresno Police Department. As of early Tuesday evening, investigators had not identified any suspects in the case, a police spokesperson says. 616, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. And uh, coming up tonight, Ted, it's the Junior Achievement 28th Annual... Junior Achievement uh, Kansas Wichita Business Hall of Fame Banquet Award Ceremony. It's tonight at the at the hangar, the uh, airplane hangar out west where Doc is hang. And the inductees this evening will be Jill Hatton from Don Hatton Dealerships and Pink Saloon Boutique, Todd Lair from Leading Technology Composites, LTC, Larry Fleming, the LDF companies, and Ron Draper, Textron Aviation. They do this every year, and it's a it's a pretty big deal. A lot of folks from the business community will be there tonight. And uh, St. Shelley and I will have a place. And uh, uh, Susan Peters and I are going to emcee again tonight. Uh, I don't know, about 10 years we've done this. It's a it's a interesting, great deal to get some kids up there. and They talk about junior achievement. And then we award these folks who have made an impact in the business world.
7: Very nice.
3: 6.17. Now Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And it's time for Lead Off Sports with Ted Woodward.
7: Focus goes to Lawrence, Kansas last night for college men's basketball action. Third ranked Kansas hosting Texas Tech. Senior night for the Jayhawks, honoring the seniors on the roster. And it turned out to be a pretty close game. Texas Tech kept it close. Neither team shot very well. Tech, Tech couldn't make three pointers. Jayhawks had struggles with offense as well. It's kind of a low scoring game down the stretch. And it just kind of depended who would have the key <laughs> possessions late in the game. Well, guess what? KU on its home court able to deliver. You heard the game last night on 97.5 and 12.40, KFH.
3: Hawks by the narrowest of margins, 61
7: 60, 55 seconds to
3: go.
4: And you probably want to get one up here in the in the mid to upper 30s. 46 on the clock 19 on the game clock kj drives in
2: spins and kicks back to harris Jalen's posted up
4: backs down throws up a wild shot that misses
0: rebound on the deck a scrum for the ball tech has it lost it mcculler saves the day he laid it up and in wow. the former red raider
3: comes through when it matters most he got the steal and the deuce
5: ku goes up three timeout texas tech
7: And that was one of those things we were talking about. Who wanted that basketball more? Tech had their hands on the ball about eight times there, and KU wanted it more. Rolling around in Florida. Yep. Could never secure it. The Jayhawks win it close. 67-63. KU, the defending national champions, now 25-5 on the season on a seven-game winning streak on senior night. Jalen Wilson did his best on the final time on the home court. 21 points. And with that win, KU clinches at least a share. Of the conference title. For the 64th time, they are going to win a conference championship. And that is by far the most in the NCAA history of men's basketball. Texas Tech still going into Lawrence rough. They've lost 22 of their 23 games in Lawrence. And last night was another one on that. KU has now won its senior night home finale 40 years in a row. Jayhawks win it last night by 4, 67-63. Kansas State is in action tonight. The Wildcats are ranked number 11 in the nation. K-State has its senior night in Manhattan. That'll be at 7 o'clock tonight, hosting the Sooners of Oklahoma. K-State is on a three-game winning streak right now, 22-7 and overall. Six seniors on the roster will be honored by K-State tonight. K-State has lost its last three against Oklahoma trying to get that streak stopped they lost by 14 points at oklahoma a couple weeks ago tonight is the rematch in manhattan fan duel has k-state as a six and a half point favorite on home court that'll tip off at seven o'clock tonight in manhattan the wichita state women's basketball team finishing up the regular season tonight with a road game at houston the shocker ladies are 16 and 12 shockers have never won a road game at houston they've only beaten houston once ever in women's basketball action. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker Ladies in the regular season finale at 645 this evening. Listen live to the Shocker Ladies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Juco softball yesterday. Butler Community College with a sweep on the road. At LaBette winning 11-1 and 4-1. The Butler softball team ranks 17th in the nation and they are on a five-game winning streak right now. High school basketball, sub-state semi taking place last night. Boys, Class 6A, an all-city league matchup. Two teams with winning records right here in the city. Northwest wins at home, beats South 66-60. Season over for the Titans. Northwest advances into the sub-state finals with a record of 13-8. Boys play Class 4A. Andale wins at home, beats Rose Hill 55-44. Another matchup of teams with winning records. Andale advancing into the sub-state finals with a record of 13-8. And in girls play in Class 2A in the sub-state quarterfinals, Garden Plain wins at home, beats Conway Springs 41-23 in a good matchup. The Garden Plain girls are into the sub-state semifinals now with a record of 15-6. A lot of high school hoops going on. As seasons are coming to an end and winners are advancing in the postseason, there—that's sports with Stephen Ted. Six twenty-one now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Eat healthy, live longer. Okay, that's a
3: pretty simple equation. Simple advice, yeah. there. You Dr. Gupta coming up. Stephen Ted, in the morning on KNSS.
7: If a, pro- a, two- a two-phase proposal drafted by the city's fireworks committee would allow aerial fireworks to be shot on personal property within the city limits during the Independence Day holiday.
4: Under the first phase of the plan for 2023, the purchase of a $10 permit would allow you to shoot aerial fireworks on your property legally between July 1st and the 4th, between 10 a.m. to midnight. The fireworks would still be illegal to shoot from public property, including streets and cul-de-sacs. Bottle rockets would remain illegal as well, thanks to state law. A zero-tolerance policy for violations would occur between the 1st and the 4th, any first-time offense would cost you $1,000. In 2024, the plan would make it legal to sell aerial fireworks within the city. The modified ordinance will be presented to district advisory boards in March and April and to the city council sometime in May. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A body was
3: found Monday in Galena in southeast Kansas. KBI agents have now joined to assist the investigation. Police say the man's body they found was badly decomposed. Due to this factor, the KBI says identification of the remains may take longer than in typical cases. An autopsy has been scheduled.
7: The search continues for candidates to replace retiring Wichita School Superintendent Dr. Alicia Thompson. School Board Member Cheryl Logan says they've been focusing on internal candidates first.
4: We're doing our diligence to make sure we thoroughly vet our candidates and we then get the best person that we can find.
7: And a number of candidates have already been interviewed by the board during executive sessions of recent board meetings.
3: Student loan forgiveness was front and center at the Supreme Court.
0: Six states arguing the Biden administration does not have the legal authority to issue nearly a half billion dollars in student loan forgiveness say the move is executive overreach that needs congressional approval.
4: If... Nearly a half trillion dollars is going to be canceled off the federal government's balance sheet. That's something that should come through
0: Congress. That's Nebraska Solicitor General Jim Campbell. The administration argues that it is allowed to make changes to student loan plans because the HEROES Act passed in 2003 allows for those changes when there's a national emergency like the COVID pandemic. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
7: The murder trial of disgraced South Carolina lawyer Alex Murdoch continued yesterday. Fox's Jonathan Hunt with details.
5: Emotions ran high once again as Alex Murdoch's team questioned the accused killer's former law partner from whom Murdoch has admitted stealing millions of dollars. His attorney questioning Ronnie Crosby's motives in testifying for the prosecution and drawing a sharp response. Prosecutors say Murdoch's theft from his law partner and clients was about to be exposed, and he killed his wife Maggie and son Paul to buy time for a cover-up. Murdoch says he didn't do it, and his attorneys have suggested, with the help of hired experts, that Murdoch is too tall to have fired the fatal shots.
7: And jurors are expected to visit the scene of the crime later this week.
3: The U.S. Department of Commerce is considering applications for funding in the CHIPS program, encouraging U.S. companies to manufacture microchips. Integra Technologies proposing a big plant in Bel Air that could bring more than 2,000 jobs to Wichita. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News a decision on the plant could come in the third quarter this year. He says it's a competitive process.
2: There is a pretty good movement that that the heartland is... uh uh, I think we're getting recognized as, as uh, uh, the, in the heartland, the middle of the country, is is a place of, you know, solid workforce, and and um, obviously it's away from the coasts and, and some of the some of the weather issues that go on there and other things. And quality of life is good and workforce is good, so uh, stable, let's call it, and and that uh, it's helpful, very helpful. So we'll get some attention.
3: Meister commented during his weekly chat with Steve Ted in the morning on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. A cool front is swept across south-central Kansas that will bring in slightly cooler air, but still running above average today. Mostly sunny with a high 62 later on this afternoon. Partly cloudy, breezy, colder tonight, tallow 32. And we'll see rain move in late tomorrow with a high 46, with a changeover to snow possible Thursday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan holiday.
3: Now, clear sky, 41 degrees, north wind at 13 miles per hour, 635, Stephen and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. First day of March, 2023, on this date in 1974, seven people, including former Nixon White House aides H.R. Haldeman and John D. Ehrlichman, former Attorney General John Mitchell, and former Assistant Attorney General Robert Mardian were indicted on charges of conspiring to obstruct justice in connection with the Watergate break-in. These four defendants were convicted in January of 1975, though Mardian's conviction was later reversed. The Watergate scandal. The uh,
7: Yeah, they all went to jail except for Dick Nixon.
3: Yeah, well, he got pardoned,
7: you know. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> a man who federal agents say tried to board a plane in New Jersey with three guns including a semi-automatic rifle and a fake law enforcement ID, is in federal custody and facing two charges. Soretzi Clowden, who has a prior weapon-related conviction, is charged with possession of a firearm by a felon and having a fraudulent ID, according to a complaint posted Monday. The incident occurred as Clowden tried to board a flight from Newark, New Jersey, to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on December 30th. This is according to an affidavit by an FBI agent, it was filed in federal district court in Newark. Agents screening the checked bags found ammunition and a ballistic, uh, ballistic vest emblazoned with Deputy Marshal in one of Cloudon's bags, according to the affidavit. Uh, the other weapons were found in luggage retrieved from the plane. So this guy, what does he think, the TSA is sleeping or what? <laughs> oh, what about some of these guys? The criminal charge was just being not too bright. Because that's you know, that didn't make any sense. Hey, Tesla's gonna make a is gonna bring a factory to Mexico. Mexican president Andres Manuel Lopez Orbador shared the announcement Tuesday. The new plant will be built in the northern Mexico city of Monterey. According to our source, the investment will be worth around a billion dollars. Tesla having a plant in Mexico. Any you know, have you ever been to Monterey? I've actually been there.
7: Oh yeah. Right oh, not Mexico. The, no, I'm sorry. I've been to Monterey, California, not it's right Monterey, across Mexico. This
3: question from Brownsville, Texas. And we visited down there when I was a I, I was have a been younger. to
7: Brownsville. And
3: there's nothing too exciting about that area. <laughs> and the and the ocean there is a, a nice muddy brown, or at least it was when I was there. The family of the late Kobe Bryant has agreed to settle legal issues surrounding photos of the body of the NBA star and others who were killed in the 2020 helicopter crash. Attorneys say Los Angeles County agreed to pay Bryant's widow, Vanessa, and their daughters $13.5 million on top of the $15 million the jurors awarded her at a trial in August. County deputies and firefighters had shot photos of the bodies and shared them with others in their departments. Oh, boy. A county lawyer oh. said the pictures were part of their job, but Vanessa Bryant's lawyer said they were shared as a visual gossip. Yeah. yeah it's part of their job, but it's right. not part of your job to, to share, share them. them.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh. <laughs> These are the same people who won't release the name of a dead person to the media for four weeks, you know. They're out there shooting. <laughs> 6.38 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good
5: morning, Steve and Ted. Yesterday, the cattle complex closed positive once again, and once again with help from the lower grain and soybean futures prices. New contract highs were made in our feeder cattle. We got cash cattle trades still not developed in our southern plains. And starting today, beef packers can start pulling on their March contracted cattle. Lean hogs only closed positive in the nearby contracts yesterday. On the close, April live cattle 50 cents higher, 165.47. April feeders up 85 cents at 195.07 and April lean hogs 45 higher at 85.17. Now yesterday makes four straight sessions of large selling of the wheat, corn, and soybean futures by the managed money accounts. This currently has the grain markets in a technically oversold situation. Now China's PMI data is showing some economic recovery and overnight the grains have bounced but they have already pulled off their session highs. At the moment, May Kansas City wheat's a penny and a quarter higher at eight fourteen. May corn's unchanged at six thirty and a quarter, and May soybeans ten and a half cents higher at fourteen eighty nine and a half. April crude oil trading sixty cents lower at seventy six forty five. June gold seven dollars eighty cents higher at eighteen hundred sixty one. The March S and P eleven points higher at thirty nine hundred eighty six and a half. March Dollar Index, 70 cents lower, 104.12. In March Dow Zones Future, 77 points higher at 32,756. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact
3: Leftler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. I had a couple of beautiful days but otherwise haven't we? Did you get a chance to get outside yesterday in Augusta there where you are, sir?
5: No, I didn't. I was out of town doing a <laughs> seminar, and when I got back, I had to get end-of-the-day stuff done, so I didn't get to take advantage of it.
3: Really? So you were in, a, you were in the car or the or the truck the uh, and traveling then, huh?
5: Yes. Where did you go? Well, I was just up the road at El Dorado.
3: Oh, okay. But it
5: was several hours long, our meeting was, so it kept me inside.
3: A meeting, yeah. Now, did you? Uh, were you active in the meeting or were you just sitting in the corner having yes. coffee?
5: <laughs> I was one of the speakers.
3: Oh, really? You. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And
5: uh, I was on stage with a gentleman that I've been on stage with before that is very well respected in the ag industry across the world and the banking industry, Dr. Cole from Virginia Tech. And he is the most interesting person to listen to. He he can get a point across very, very elegantly. Well, let's get wow. him on
7: this report. How
5: about that? Yeah. <laughs> can we trade you for him? You probably could. And you'd probably, uh, you know, be way ahead.
3: No, it, it, so he's a pretty good speaker that, you know, that's kind of a lost art, isn't it? For somebody to stand it up there and really have a, an audience there. Mm, yeah. Well, that must have been it, it, fun. Not only
5: mm. he can speak about, you know, what currently is going on, he can tie it in with things that have happened in the past. Uh, we was also very fortunate to have a lot of uh, future farmers there, young people from the high schools, some of the local high schools. And he spoke to them in a little session before we started our big meeting and stuff. And he tied them into our talks and stuff, too. Great. Sounds like a really, a really interesting and neat guy. Uh, it was. And this was all sponsored by the Community National Bank. And oh, they did a fantastic job of it.
3: Good. How, how many times did he use the word like in his uh, presentation? The word like? Like. You know, like. He was. Did he like uh, say like or?
5: I, I I
3: don't think he
5: used it, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he he didn't talk like a young person. Oh, okay, like.
3: <laughs> not like we not what we <laughs> get from the bachelor then, huh? Okay, I got you. Right. All right. Thank you, Tom. Hey, for, thanks for being with us this morning, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities, six forty-two Stephen Ted. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Like. Oh, here's another good speaker, Don Grant. What is financial planning? Aha! Ooh, I think he's going to take us back to the basics here. Sounds like it. Don Grant coming up, at ten in the morning here on KNSS.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today
3: Stephen the morning, KNSS, 647 here on a Wednesday morning, three big things, three, Kansas clinches at least a share of the Big 12 men's basketball title after a 67-63 to 63 win over Texas Tech,
6: two,
3: Wichita City Council Task Force looks at single-use plastic bags and possible changes in the city's fireworks policy. One, House Select Committee focusing on growing threats from china three big things steve and ted on knss this morning here in the wichita area once again
6: no real change in the gasoline prices i did see one retailer jumping a couple of their stations up to 319 a gallon but haven't seen anybody else moving so still 299 a gallon that appears to be uh, the price we're seeing out there for the most part. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
3: Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. The overnight low 34. Then for Thursday, cloudy, breezy and cooler with a 60% chance for rain tomorrow. And a high of 45 degrees. Now clear, 41 degrees. We have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS. Another down close on Wall Street Tuesday.
2: Stocks losing steam in the final hour of trading and closing lower, with the major averages ending the month in the red. Stocks charged higher to kick off the new year, but the gains unraveled as hotter-than-expected economic data made investors reassess their expectations of the Fed's monetary policy. And targets said slower sales growth and rising operating costs hurt its profit in the most recent quarter. However, shares of Target rose nearly 2% as quarterly sales and earnings came in higher than average analysts had forecast the dow winners boeing home depot and american express the dow decliners amgen united health group and goldman sachs the dow falling 232 points the nasdaq down 11 s&p 500 down 12 hillary barsky fox news what is
3: financial planning <laughs> frankly i'm at a loss <laughs>
0: You are such a good straight man. Don Grant, <laughs> CFP, the money tracker. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted and Jad. Hey, okay, a question for you. Do you remember paper maps? Do what? Paper maps. In your car. Paper maps.
3: Maps.
5: Oh, maps. Yeah,
0: sure. yeah, yeah. The big talking McNally. about paper floor mats. You know, what I mean, for those people who are younger than you, yeah, there you go. Yeah, younger than forty. You know, before the advent of all those computerized, you know, satellite navigation, we had actual paper maps in our cars. You'd go to AAA and get them, or you'd go to, you know, get a Rand McNally. Yeah, gas stations had them. You'd buy them for fifteen cents a piece, and the guy at the gas station knew how to get someplace. Yeah, you know, if you asked him how to get back, yeah, yeah. And you used to, nowadays, you get some. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta know how I got here. But anyway, to locate where we were relative to our destination, we would find a landmark identified on the map, and then now using now using electronic navigation, most of us don't pay attention to the relative geography or direct or even the direction we're traveling. Some of those maps don't even have north going up you know we do however know how far away it is and what time we'll arrive it's all on your phone a financial plan is like a map and it too has morphed into an electronic tool now before my time planners used to scratch out a plan on paper they'd pull information from ledgers and registers to track progress towards a determined financial goal now it's immediate and it's on our desktop or our phone Why is financial planning important? Well, duh. I mean, we create a map by considering your whole financial life. It will detect risks and opportunities. A good plan helps identify and prioritize goals. It's designed to give a complete picture of your net worth. It can give you the information needed to make critical financial decisions that could increase the likelihood of achieving your financial goals. Now, we create plans to expose vulnerabilities and to create what-if scenarios. We can, uh, we can model a job loss or a financial windfall and project how those events will affect your bottom line immediately and long-range. There are as many types of plans as there are goals. A simple cash flow analysis uh, shows where money comes from and goes each month. We strive for positive cash flow, obviously, meaning more coming in than going out, so that we can invest for future cash flow needs. Plans can also identify debt and thus provide a plan to manage it. Retirement planning shows the trajectory of current assets and how they can create income in retirement. Investment planning is designed to help determine where to place your money to maximize return and minimize risk. There's also education, tax, estate, and insurance planning that all could have equal weight depending upon what your needs are. Managing money without a written financial plan can be like driving to a place you've never been without your map. And of course, if you have questions, give me a call. The number is 267-0600. Just ask for Don Grant. Yeah. Today is National Pig Day.
3: (laughs) Recognizing the domesticated pig. The pig. Holiday includes events and celebrations at zoos, schools, ah. nursing homes, and sporting <laughs> and events <laughs> and around the United nursing States. Nursing homes, according according to this copy, pig parties, pig parades, and gatherings with pig collectibles. Some of the other commemorative National Pig Day events. Pigs are clever, you know, and they're intelligence animals.
0: I'll tell Do you, you know how that? I'll tell you how how, how uh, uh, Ted and I and Jad mm. celebrate National Pig Day. Yeah. ribs, ribs. There you go, bacon. Now, some pigs are Chops. household pets, you know, and you could be
3: eating somebody's pet there. They can be trained and taught tricks.
0: I'm sure they can. Yeah.
3: Now, I think of uh, trained pigs, and I think, what do I automatically think of, Ted? Who do I think of? Oh, Babe? Arnold Ziffel? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Arnold, Arnold Ziffel on, <laughs> on Green Acre on Green, Green Acres Acre Acre is, is, is a place, place for me. me.
7: <laughs> yeah, he lived in
3: the house. Yeah. He was, a t- he was a tidy little pig. Yeah. He didn't make a pig of himself. Anyway. Not big on pigs. I uh, I just think they're kind of ugly and. Ugh. Yeah. And by the way, have you ever been to the pig races up there at? Uh, at State, the State Fair. Fair. I have.
4: Oh,
0: I. The have greased did. pig races. The greased. Oh no, that's a different one. No. where You try to catch a grease. You get
4: four or five
3: pig. hogs, little pigs there at the starting line, and it's a U-shaped course. If you've never seen this, it's fantastic. I love the pig races. They all start out at the starting they're line. They're so cute. Little gate comes up. Bang! Away they go, and they go right. And at the end of this thing, there's a pie plate with an Oreo cookie in. it. <laughs>
7: Well, they they're the, you know, motivated it's, somewhat. It's,
3: it's somewhat like it's basically,
7: basically how I operate
3: yeah. on a <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> motivated somewhat like we motivate broadcast. It, it's <laughs> fun. It's
0: fun to watch them run because I don't think they have knees. Don't have. Them. You know, because they <laughs> just, yeah, just you walk know, with straight, like, yeah. straight legs, right? <laughs> and do they the, have? Do picks have knees? Yeah. Yeah. Bees knees? And yeah. the guy who
3: does it, I uh, can't remember his name. He got a farm up there at Nickerson. But oh, yeah, I the guy who has the camels and everything yeah. else. Oh, man. He does really. his whole spiel again. Like, like, so, yeah, Seattle slop and all these names, half yeah, for him. And then they, I got to be the honorary starter one time. I bet you got did. Pull the lever and away they went. Did <laughs> you get an Oreo cookie too? No. Uh, but I didn't get any that's money. Too so bad. So yeah. See, at least the pigs were rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> National Pig Day. Wow. Like you guys said, maybe you should have some, uh, you know, some bacon some today. Some bacon today. Or <laughs> I had
7: some nice patty sausage on Monday at Homegrown. Grown. Oh, yeah. I celebrated. Good, good.
3: patty sausage.
6: Jad once had something here. He's I good. was just going to say that'll do, Don. That'll do. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> what? Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> National Pig Day coming up. For news top of the hour. Steve and Ted. If, 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 House, if, if, House committee if, looking if, at, that's at the all, folks. growing threat from China. Wichita, Wichita police investigating at least two shootings. Here in Wichita, got that story coming up. Steve is Head of the
0: Morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.